0: Think, don't eat like Wingstop. Wingstop is like my thing. Don't order out, make oatmeal. You can eat oatmeal for the rest of your life and (laughs) live. You know? (laughs) So,
1: what happens in between is all about the awkward middle phase of entrepreneurship. You know, after you've taken your first steps, but before you can live off your passion. Join me, Athena, as I learn from other emerging creators about the tactical and emotional methods they use to keep moving forward after the initial excitement of following your dreams meets the reality of following your dreams. Let's get into it. Yeah, today I'm with Leslie D. Tucker uh, (laughs) with a YouTube of the same name. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I'd love to get like a little bit of background on you.
0: Okay, well, I'm 28 years old. I have my bachelor's in musical theater. Uh, that was like my original plan. Actually, I would say that was my original plan. I think that when you're a singer and you're a little, there's like a lot of pressure for you to be like, oh, this is what you need to do because not a lot of people can sing. Yeah. So it's like, that's your talent. You should go with that. And I kind of went with it for, you know, my younger years, I guess you could say. And then I even went and then I went to school off of like a scholarship. Like I didn't even really have to pay for college because of my talent. I had maybe a very minimal amount of loans that I had Mm -hmm. to do to pay off college. So I kind of just went with that route because it was the like least expensive route. Um, But then, I mean, I went and I started auditioning and I just didn't like how I felt like I had to be put in a box. Like I felt like a lot of the um, people that I was working with were saying, oh, like I'm a plus size woman. Like, if you can't tell from my channel, like, that's what my channel's about. I'm A plus-size woman that, that tries on clothes so people don't have to do it. So they could just go and nowhere to shop. And uh, with someone like me, I have the personality of, like, a sweet, like, goofy girl, as opposed to, like, uh, the body type of a mother, right? So people kind of like, oh, we, we love your personality for this role, but you don't have the body of that role. Um, one of the best examples was I auditioned for Dreamgirls, and I wanted to play Effie because I'm a plus size woman. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, she's different or whatever. And they were like, well, you're too pretty to play Effie. Like, you have the voice, but you're too pretty to play Effie. We want you to play Laurel, the the love-struck role, the woman that falls in love with the guy and, you know. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you know, what do I do? Like, if that's what you think, that's what you think. So I got into a point where I kind of gave up on that because I couldn't handle that people wanted me to play a particular, particular role off of what I look like. So I kind of gave that up and I actually started doing network marketing for a little bit, mm-hmm. which was cool. Uh, I was in a travel company. So I actually, after, after like a year of working part time after like not giving up on musical theater, cause I still, I think I will go back to it. I just don't have like the income to go for that dream right now. But, um, I think that after like a year, someone approached me about an opportunity, and I was super excited to travel the world. So I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, it's over. I'm going to go for it. So I actually built an organization of over 100 people in my town in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. And I was doing really well. I ended up making residual income. I went on 30 vacations in three years. So I really, really. Was going for it, and I really wanted to do that. But then I got really exhausted, and then I decided, like, I do not want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine approaching people, like, Hey, do you want to sign up for this? Hey, do you want to sign up for this? Like, I I couldn't imagine doing sales for the next fifty years of my life. So mm-hmm. that's where it kind of broke down. And you know, other things happen within the company. Like, the higher you get in the company, the more responsibility comes with it. You start to learn things that you didn't know, and you're like, Oh, I don't know, this is for me. And I kind of decided to steer out of that. And I got a full-time job and that made it even worse. I was like, I hate my job. Like, this is crazy. Even to this day, I still have the same job and I'm literally like, I can't do this yeah. forever. I literally can't. So then I was, so I, people had told me my whole life I should start a YouTube channel. Like originally people were like, you should be a talk show host. And I wanted to go to school for like communications. Right. And I was like, oh, it's not really for me. I don't really want to go to grad school. Like I kind of was over the college part of my life. And, um, I was so much that I hated college so much that I graduated early. I took 18 credits every semester. Like I was over it. I didn't want to do it. I was done. And I did not have any plans of going back. So when, when I eventually was like, okay, I've been told by lots of people to start a YouTube channel. I just decided to do it. And I'm really excited that I'm doing it now because from the last time, so many things have happened since like when you first reached out to me, I think it was like two months ago. Mm -hmm. I think my channel had grew like over like 200 subscribers
1: Incredible.
0: so fast right because i think yeah. when you first approached me i had like 400 500 subscribers um so it grew like over 200 subscribers um i have a brand deal working right now right yes. um yes. i'm making money with affiliate marketing uh, mm-hmm. for the first i made like my first checkup with affiliate marketing so i'm like okay like this is what i'm supposed to be doing and yeah. a lot of that came out of me figuring out, like, what was best for my channel. I'm doing Sean Cano's training mm-hmm. right now, which is, like, YouTube training. And yeah. he was very much, like, niche down, like, be, you know, you know, one thing in your channel. Don't be all over the place. So when I first started, I was doing vlogs and hot noodle challenges and hair mm-hmm. and makeup. And tr- I, it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then the moment I literally went and deleted all the like non-beauty stuff the vlogs and just really like product reviews Mm -hmm. that's when it started taking off and that's when I started getting a lot more attention on my channel so now I'm like this is it this is the end goal like this is the real deal and I also was doing an internship with an influencer she's a plus-size model in my town Mm -hmm. and she has a brand that went like fashion to figure and she has done the modeling part And i remember i told her like i wanted to get into maybe modeling she's like influencing so much better like they don't treat Mm -hmm. the models the same as they treat influencers so that's why i was like okay i'm gonna stick with the youtube and the instagram so that's basically how it came about it was just more like i hate my job and i already knew i wasn't the job person when i started network marketing and now this is more like i have more control of my channel so i really Mm -hmm. like that part of it but yeah that's a little bit of background of why it started so
1: yeah that's really incredible um There's a lot, I think, to unpack. It's like, you're clearly very industrious. I feel like network marketing is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I want to touch on right now is this internship with an influencer. What does that look like? I don't know how much you can say, but like to the degree that you're comfortable, what does that look like for you on your side of things?
0: So this is the funny part about that whole thing. So Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that believe in mentorship. I believe you need someone to like guide you or to learn from. So I knew that this person lived in my town for years and Mm -hmm. I remember like she knew me. So the first time we've like really interacted that I can remember off of memory, we went to the same nail salon. Mm -hmm. And I literally said to her, I said, I recognize you. I think I follow you on Instagram. You're a model, right? And she was like, yeah. And we had like a quick little conversation and she said, well, you're a singer, right? Like I know your mom. And I had no idea, right? I was like, how does she know my mom? But then I forgot that they worked together in the same company like years ago when I was in like eighth grade. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, made that connection and, you know, I told her that, you know, I was basically thanking her. I'm like, thank you for like putting yourself out there and being a plus size influencer because it gives me confidence, and it's good to appreciate people for what they you know do for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that we had like a quick conversation in nail one and then we never spoke again. Like me and uh, this person, and then. When I got exhausted with my job, I got super duper tired. Like I, when I tell you, like, I still work at this job. Mm -hmm. I literally am so exhausted every day. Like I have to wake up. I was like, something has to change. So I'm seeing that she's doing really, really well. I'm seeing that she's on websites. I'm seeing that she's on my favorite clothing lines, you know, internet sites. I'm seeing this and Mm -hmm. I'm humble. I'm super, super duper humble. So I said, how do I get? her to teach me without her actually teaching me how to do what I want to do. Yeah. So I said, I am willing to work for you for free. I will literally intern for you for free. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything in return except allowing me to be around you because people who really truly want to learn, you don't need to have like a one-on-one interaction and notepad and paper. You should be able to take notes, listen, find connections, you know, network, with yeah. just being around that person. So I told her, like, I'll do whatever you want for free. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever you, t- anytime you need, I- I'll literally carry your water bottle just so right. I can figure out what you're doing. <laughs> so it started with um me just going and setting up her space. So if she had, like, something like this, like a podcast or a live, mm-hmm. I was set up her space, her lighting, things like that, without, without any questions asked, like, that's what I did. And then we also went to, like, a photo shoot for her T-shirt line and... I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, I, at first I was sitting there, I'm like, what, what do I do for you? And she's over here steaming. I'm like, you shouldn't be steaming your clothes. I'll steam your clothes. Yeah. You go get focused on whatever you need to go get, go get focused on. So I'm that person. And I learned so much with just that short interaction of being in a, on a set, like, okay, bring a steamer. Who would have thought that you need a steamer? <laughs> or, right. you know, just these little things. And. Um, Shortly after me starting this internship with this influencer, COVID-19 happened. Right. Which usually means, I mean, COVID happened to everybody, but when you're like really into something and something that like feels good for you and then something shuts it down, that usually means that you're in the right direction, especially if you're really enjoying it. So I'm like, okay, COVID's happening. What am I going to do with the, what, the experience I've learned from her
1: mm-hmm.
0: to help grow me. Because I always feel like every time there's a breakthrough, everything falls apart. Like that's always been my mindset. I'm like, if every mm. if I'm freaking out and everything is going wrong, that always means that you're in the right time, right space. You just don't feel it. You just don't know it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like a test. So, you know, we shut down um, after our trip to, I think it was Boston. Was it Boston? I don't remember. Where did No, it was Philly. Okay. After that trip, we kind of Stop working together because we couldn't we had to be social distance and we haven't really worked together since March we only worked together for like maybe two months mm-hmm. but I did get to go you know film and you know watch her work with brands she did like a couple things with like laser hair removal like you know she just has yeah. all these different things and I got to watch it and she I I listened to her like read her contracts and stuff like that, and I learned off of wow, this is very very specific, and you don't know it until you're involved in it. So, if anybody is looking to like do anything in a difficult field, your Mm -hmm. first step should be who are you looking up to and who are you watching, and just reaching out to them and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't reach out to them and you can't, I mean, the worst that they're gonna do is say no. Right. But luckily i had that connection that she knew my mom you know so it was really fun though i I learned a lot and it made me realize like i don't want to be a model (laughs) i know that's what it taught me (laughs) Uh, but i definitely do want to like you know express products that make me feel good and Mm -hmm. review things that make me happy and work with companies that i already like and love you know so that's where i'm headed right now
1: yeah i am fascinated by this mindset that uh every time there's a breakthrough, something external will like destroy whatever the situation is. How, how did you develop that mindset?
0: I think it's from network marketing because every time I was about to hit a level in a company, my car broke down or Mm. every time like something great was about like, I was this close to hitting a bonus or this close to hitting something, something will fall apart. And anybody who worked with me can be a testament to that because mm-hmm. I don't know, I've had two cars within the process of trying to be the top income earner of this company. Like everything was falling apart. I remember uh, I when I started building that organization, I my Team grew in Albany. I'm two hours away from Albany. So I would wake up in the morning, go to work. And then I would drive to Albany after work. Work till like one, two o'clock in the morning, sleep on a friend's couch, Mm -hmm. wake up, drive home from Albany. And that's what I did every day for like a month. Mm -hmm. And I literally was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I was panicking. I don't know if I have the gas money to continue to do this. And then literally when I was about to just stop and not doing anything anymore, you know, you meet someone new who gets you excited. And Mm -hmm. if I wouldn't have, if I would have stopped literally the day before, or if I wouldn't have come that day, I wouldn't have grown my team 10 people in one night. Mm -hmm. And that's what continuously happened. Every time I'm like, I don't think I can make it. I don't have the gas. I don't have this. And I just push through. Mm -hmm. It usually, and it's like that with YouTube too. Like there's times where, I'm like, I do not want to record. Like, this is crazy. Like, I'm exhausted. I work two jobs. This is the last thing I want to do. And it's always the, the ones where I'm like, fine, let me just get up and get it over with. And I don't even think it's going to even be worth anything. I'm always like, whatever. It's going to be one of those whack videos, whatever. At least, as long as I'm posting, whatever. It's always those that I'm not excited about that grow super duper fast. Yeah. That's what I notice. It's just how it is. That's life. And I also am a spiritual person, like I believe in good energy, bad energy, I'm also a Christian. So I believe that there are gonna be battles and steps and tests. So every time something doesn't feel right, like when things fall apart, like my roommate actually left me in the middle of March during COVID, like Mm -hmm. here's no rent, I'm leaving five day notice. Mm -hmm. And that's when, you know, a couple months later, I'm struggling, someone was like, hey, do you wanna work here? They offered me the job without even applying. Yeah, because they knew. I don't know if they knew, but the universe knew, yeah. you know, so it's just like how it is. And me trying to figure out how am I going to afford to do YouTube? How am I going to afford to buy clothes? Like I had all these things happening mm-hmm. and then literally, hey, we want you to work here. Don't worry about interviewing. You're hired. Two days later. Hey, we're going to make you the manager, front desk manager. And I'm literally <laughs> like, what the heck, yeah. you know? but that's just the universe rewarding me for all my hard work. I never stopped doing YouTube during my challenges. Mm-hmm. So, it's always that. It's always like right before everything's going to fall apart or everything falls apart and you don't think what's going you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're like, bam, here's an email from this brand and you're like, what the heck? I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that yeah. I don't know. I guess that it's all different for everybody, but that's just how I've always that's what's always happened to me. Uh, every time there's a breakthrough, there's always all that drama right before. So yeah, that's just how I feel. That's what I
1: believe. I definitely relate, re the things that you don't care about <laughs> or the one that you're like not excited about, whatever piece of content it is, is always the one that people are like, oh, excellent. This is <laughs> like, and you're kind of like, wow, so she like i'm always questioning about this balance of like okay well how much should i be giving to this because i know that this one like this blog or whatever that i can spend three hours writing is going to do worse than this one that i sort of just tossed together in 30 minutes
0: and it's frustrating (laughs) it's literally the most frustrating thing but i feel as if as long as your heart's in the right place it doesn't matter what goes viral like You can, as long as you're doing what what you love and you're like, all right, well, this one is just something I want to put together, whatever, like that, if that brings value to people, whether it brings value to like one person or if it brings value to thousands of people, Mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter if you're doing what you enjoy. Now, if you're doing something that you don't enjoy, then it's like, there's no purpose behind it. Um, Then you're going to be like, oh, I'm stuck. Because I remember when I first started my channel, my first video that went well and got like over a thousand views was a hair video. Mm -hmm. I literally hate doing hair like <laughs> i hate doing hair i don't like braiding i can't braid my own hair like my i have anxiety in my hands when i try to do any i don't like knitting like i don't like cooking i don't like doing things with my hands it's just yeah. not my thing <laughs> and this one video i really was like okay i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to give up everything i'm doing and just do hair videos because that's the only thing that does well if i would have did that <laughs> <laughs> I, much, I wouldn't be working with, because uh, right now I'm working with SheFit, the sports bra company. I would mm-hmm. not be working with them if I would have been like, okay, well, only these videos do well. So that's what I'm going to stick with. Because when I decided to do more hair videos, all the rest of them weren't really doing well. You know? So it's always like the ones that you're just like, oh, I'm going to just do it because it's content. And you Mm -hmm. always think, and the ones that you're like, this is bomb, I worked so hard, I learned how to put the subscribe, the notification bell, (laughs) I put my heart and soul into this editing, I think this is so funny, it's like, oh, 60 views. And you're like, this is literally the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, and nobody else (laughs) is funny, are you kidding me? (laughs) So you just never know what you're going to bring value to, because what you think people need is not or what you need might not be what other people need so you have to just stick with who you are know who you are and just keep going with what you want to do because at the end of the day like it doesn't even matter as long as the goal is hit it's hit, Mm -hmm. you know and you're loved if you're loving doing what you're doing then but I wouldn't suggest being like oh okay I'm not really excited about this but this is what works Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't suggest doing that because then how you're going to keep going doing it for years you know so Mm -hmm. I completely feel you on that whole thing
1: Yeah. (laughs) You did sort of touch on this a little bit, but um, what renewed your interest in this YouTube in January, specifically?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I had a YouTube channel just to have one. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be a YouTuber. Like, I literally needed somewhere to put content Mm -hmm. for auditions. And that's what it was. It wasn't like I wanted subscribers. I didn't even know that it was even a thing. I think what happened was, you know, last year, I was like, okay, I'm going to do story times with Leslie. That's what it was in the beginning. It was just Mm -hmm. me being funny. Like, I'm going to tell you guys all this because I traveled the world. I was excited to tell people about my trips. And and it was funny. I wish I was like a vlogger before, like when I was traveling, but I wasn't thinking at that time, like, oh, I'm going to be doing YouTube. Like, I didn't know. Um, But I really was just doing story times and trying products. I wasn't exactly sure what I was gonna be doing and i don't know i guess i just was like all right i'm gonna be consistent and see where it goes there was nothing that really happened Mm -hmm. at that time other than me like hating my job (laughs) i don't think that anything happened um some of my videos were doing well none of my videos went viral nothing had happened i didn't get a lot of subscribers i don't even remember it took me a really long time to get to 100 i was stuck at like 15 subscribers for a really long time um Mm -hmm because I was all over the place I really was all over the place with my content Oh okay so this is what happened I signed up for influencer and uh, I don't know if you know what influencer is I don't influencer is a website where if you have a certain not a certain amount of followers but you can go and do like reviews on certain products and if you are on their social media and you have your own social media they'll send you product for free for you to mm-hmm. review so January or December, actually, I got an email saying that I was going to be receiving a free product from Carol's daughter. That was the mm-hmm. hair video. And I was like, "Yay! I'm so excited. I got my first product from Carol's daughter. Like I was, I was super duper excited and anybody can sign up for this. Yeah. And I go ahead and I go ham on this video. I'm telling you, like, I'm literally in the bathroom. I don't ever like doing, like I said, hair stuff, but I was in the bathroom doing it, doing, you know, mm-hmm. voiceovers, all that. And I've posted it the day that, or a couple days before the product was released. Cause they give you product that hasn't been released yet. Yeah. And I think that when that video went and I was like, if I Googled Carol's daughter, watch Day of the Light, my video popped up first thing. Yes. So I was like, Oh my God. Like, I think that was like, okay, I'm going to do YouTube because I'm on Google. Like I'm on (laughs) Google now. I'm famous, like that's what's gonna happen. And I was like, if I could be on Google for this product, I can be on Google for all products. So then you'll start to see like, I start doing more product reviews. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of where I was like, okay, I need to work with these brands. And then a couple other things had happened. And I was like, I was already motivated from that, but I was featured on, I started working with this company called Agani Grove. I didn't work with them, but they had offered me product for a video and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting free stuff like that's so cool for hair. It's really mm-hmm. where it started was my hair. Um, and then I guess I just started getting featured on people's Instagrams, like uh, dark and lovely featured me and I was like, oh my God, dark and lovely. Everybody mm-hmm. knows dark and lovely. You know, they used to, you know, Beyonce was on their box. So I was like, dark and lovely I'm Beyonce. Mm -hmm. um so I started getting featured on like pages like the easy detangler brush featured me and I was like this is how it's gonna happen like I'm gonna continue to tag these people and um and that's really what it was I nothing happened other than like one good post went through Mm -hmm. and it was only like 2,000 views but I was like oh my god I'm famous because I got 2,000 views and I'm number one on google and I'll never forget that I literally was like texting my sister that night like oh my god like blah, 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 because I think I was the first person to post about that product because it never was released. So no influencer, right. no, nobody, there was nothing. So YouTube was like, oh my God, this is new, you know? So they had mm-hmm. to put me on their Google search or their Google yeah. engine. And uh, yeah, I think that's where I was like, okay, this is it. And then I posted it and I actually did a video in March about the sports bra. The sports bra. I'm going to say like June, all of a sudden, I'm Mm -hmm. getting this, all this traction. And I'm like, what the heck is happening? Like, why is this come to find out the brand she fit reached out to me and someone had stole it. Someone had stole my video and was selling like fake bras, Wow. like a counterfeit bra to the brand. So they had reached out to me originally saying, Hey, just be careful. You know, we're working on getting it put down, but just in case you didn't know someone's stealing your content. And I was like, okay, well. Then I was like, well, we have a communication. Like, I'm going to talk to you. Like, okay, but yeah. I see my video is doing well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is what's it's important is go- like going for what you believe. I had reached out to them on their social media a multiple times and said, hey, like, I want to work with you guys. Like, my video is doing well. Would you work with me? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you have to sign up for this this third party thing. This is what we do. No response. I'm like, okay. I went to that website. I don't have enough followers. I'm like, all right, well, clearly I'm not, gonna, I'm not meant to work with them. But then Mm -hmm. I realized that a month later, I I try again. I'm like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And they are like, yeah, this is what we do. We don't really do that on here. I'm like, okay. Months, I'm telling you months later, it's, what what month are we in? So September, months later. I look, I go back to their Instagram, the message, the messenger, and I see like our first communications and they secret not secretly, but I noticed that they put like a direct email Mm -hmm. and I'm like, hmm. Let's see what happens if I email this email. It's not this third party thing, but they actually gave me an email. So I emailed them and I said, see, if you want something, you gotta go for it, girl. You just gotta (laughs) keep going. You gotta just, you can't just expect the first rejection to be the only rejection. Like you gotta keep getting rejected because at some point they get annoyed and like, okay, we're gonna work with her, right? Uh So I emailed them, I said, look, my video is doing well. I have other brands that are looking into me. I don't wanna have to take down this video because when you have a contract, there's like the no compete clauses sometimes. So I said, right. look, like I have other people looking to work with me, blah, blah. blah. And you know what they said? No worries. We're going to send you a package just like that. <laughs> and then they <laughs> wanted to they're they like, okay, take pictures. And then you know what they did? They said, okay, we want it to fit like this. So, so here's some more product. And they just kept, they sent me another package. And I'm like, what in the world is happening? Like, why are they sending me like so much money worth? Of, like their bras are super expensive. So mm-hmm. I'm like, why are they, you know, sending me all this stuff? Like, I can't believe someone like me is getting product from this brand that I love so much. So then it's going to get to the point where, okay, once they ha- we have a continuous relationship going, they start paying you for certain things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's basically how it works. You kind of just have to battle it out in the beginning because you don't have the following. If you don't have the following, it's hard to get deals. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just me clawing at them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have yeah. to like keep keep. them. You got to wear them down. Them. Yeah, because if you don't do it, then they're not going to know that you're interested. And it was me being like, you know what, like, I'm just going to move on and, you know, maybe find a different company to work with because... I'm number one on YouTube. If you put in this brand review, it's me. So yeah. I want to work with you. If you're not willing to work with me, I'll work with something someone else. That's basically how it worked with me anyway. So that's mm-hmm. in the works. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. steps, you know? And that was like the best thing I probably could have ever done is kept getting rejected until I wasn't rejected anymore. <laughs> so yeah. yeah.
1: When you were reaching out, did you have a script? Is that something? Is the language that you used, for instance, in this like reaching out to these companies or this particular company, was that something that you got a little bit from working with that influencer? Or like, how do you know what I mean? Like, how did yeah, you I find what out what wording would work or like what to say?
0: So, every company is going to be different. So, the first deal that I ever had, the first contract, because I don't even technically have a contract with this, Bernia, but the first contract that I um, was pulled was for a different brand. Uh, mm-hmm. They reached out to me and I panicked because they started talking about contracts. Yeah. And my sister does music industry and mm-hmm. she knows how to read contracts because that's what she wanted to do. It, even though it's a different field, the language is the same. Yeah. So I sent over the contract to my sister and then I also have a god sister that worked in marketing like that's what she does she does like social media marketing work for brands and I send the contract to her so I had two people that's why networking is really really important if someone in your family is good at something send it over to them and see what they have to say you know don't Mm -hmm. just go in it all by yourself so that was how I kind of learned because I saw the verbiage and I that's when I learned what a non-compete clause was and that's when I learned you know how it works mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. what you can say, what you can't say, you know, what you know, no other brands can be put in that video. So that was my first interaction with learning how it works. Um, and that was kind of like, okay, now I see how this works. If they want you, if they want to send you product, they'll send you product, they'll tell you what you what they want. You ask them as many questions as you want. You have to be just professional. So I wish I had my, the email up. Like I literally would (laughs) read to you. I really would. Um, you know, I was like, I need to know, uh, am I getting paid for this video? How long is this contract going to be? Like you, you have to just ask Mm -hmm. as if you already know, like you have to pretend that you are,
1: Yeah.
0: you have to just act confident. So I literally asked them, I was so nervous to send this email out. I wish I really, I literally wish I had it. I was so afraid because I was like, I sound like a douche, you know? <laughs> that's what I literally said, I was like, I feel like I sound like a, but like, I yes. this is a good opportunity for me. And I'm over here asking them like, oh, are you going to pay me? Is this what's going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. Non-compete clause. What, like, what is the contract? What does this mean in the contract? And when you talk like that and you ask questions, they think that, you know what you're talking about because you're coming with all that confidence. Right. So when I did reach out to the other company and I said, I literally said to them, I might be working with a different company in in the same, you know, field as you. Yeah. So this I I came with them. I came with facts. My video has close to twenty thousand views, is mm-hmm. number one ranking in YouTube. I it might have to take it down if we can't come to an agreement. But i would very much prefer to work with you Mm -hmm. so there's baby steps obviously they need to know if you fit with their brand like for example if they're like a wholesome company and i'm over here like cursing and i'm fighting and i'm drama they're not going to want to work with someone like that when they're like all about woman power you know what i mean they're not going to want to do that but if i fit within you know what they're looking for then it kind of makes it a little bit easier for them to say you know what even and it also matters how many you know subscribers and viewers you have too because i can't go to a company and i have 700 subscribers and say hey i want you to pay me a thousand dollars for another video because this one did so well that's not how it works like you mm-hmm. have to have a following so you have to start with where you're getting free product equals money you know mm-hmm. what i mean there's people who get free product from companies who will do it for free and then just will resell it i know people who get clothes from companies don't get paid to post it on instagram we'll post on instagram and then they'll go and sell it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then that's money and people don't you have to think with that business mindset so when you're reaching out to them you just tell them what you want this is what i want Mm -hmm. i want to work with you do you will you send me products so that way i can do more videos on this because i can't it's doing well it's gonna make people come to my page if i'm posting about you but I'm not willing to spend thousands of dollars on your product and then give you free advertisement.
1: Yeah. So if you
0: come to them like that, except don't say it like that. You just have to say, Mm. this is what I want. Right. I sent it to this random email. Remember, I didn't even know if this was like a person. She was like, yeah, I do all the, you know, whatever. And here's Mm -hmm. your product. I'm gonna send you, literally two days later, I had a package. Mm. So it's not really what you say. You just have to be confident in what you're saying. Make sure your spelling's correct. Say what you want and mean what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be pushy, but be pushy. You have to be pushy a yeah. little bit.
1: Maybe you know? put on your sunglasses and acrylics and start click clacking away. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> Look, this is what I want. This mm-hmm. is what's happening. These are the facts. And this is what I've done so far. I want you to work with me. I'm asking you, and you have to be humble. You can't mm-hmm. be waiting. You can't be like, okay, I can't wait for Nike to call me one day. Like, no, that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to yeah. like, every every brand that I've worked with I literally like Savage Fancy, I've I've never worked with them. Mm -hmm. Um, they never sent me free product. Uh, but I post it multiple times in their product on my Instagram, tag them, post them, tag them, post them. And eventually they'll start to catch on. Like, do we like her? Do we not? And they reach out to me, Hey, we want to put you on our website. Do we have permission to use this content? Yeah. Now I'm on their website. Now I'm getting followers because I'm on their website and they're putting my Instagram handle. In their mm-hmm. pictures so it's like a cycle you yeah. know so yeah. it, it depends it really depends and you just have to be who you are
1: mm-hmm. and
0: hope and ask for what you want at the end of the day you know so
1: <laughs> yeah that's awesome Yeah. so what would you say is your biggest challenge right now
0: right now is just being patient mm. just being just knowing uh i you have to invest, you know, and with everything that happened, having a roommate and then not having a roommate and then having to pay all the bills and then also trying to follow your dreams is difficult and uh, really just coming up with ways to work the business. Like I do clothing reviews just because you buy a hundred or 200 or $300 worth of clothes doesn't necessarily mean you have to keep everything that you purchase. You have to be powerful and you can't be a procrastinator. You have to have a plan and you have to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy clothes. If I like this, I'll keep it. If I don't, I won't. Right. You have to have that mindset because if your mindset is like, I can't afford to buy clothes. I don't, I can't do it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, and, and as opposed to being like, all right, I do only have money for rent. I only have, I don't have anything but rent money. But if I go to Forever 21 and spend a hundred dollars Do a video and then return the product, not doing this all the time. I'm not suggesting that you do this all the time. But if you're doing this to get to where you need to go, then that's going to be helpful for you instead of just being like, I don't know what to do. Like all these people and brands and clothing stores and makeup lines do accept returns. I'm not saying go and do it every week. I'm saying (laughs) pick a store, say, okay, I really like this. Like I went to American Eagle. I did a a haul with like five jeans. I kept two of them. Yeah, I'm not gonna keep every single pair of jeans just because I like them all. Yeah, You know, you just, you have to come up with ways to solve the problems instead of just dwelling on the problem. That was Mm -hmm. the hugest problem. Like I wanna do hauls, but I don't have the money. Yeah. Well, how do I resolve that? I look, I Google return policy on all these stores. What's the return policy? What do I have to do? Can I keep this? Should I not keep this? Should I buy from here? Should I not buy from there? And that's where I decided like, okay, I'm going to pick a store a month and I'm going to do hauls Mm -hmm. because they have a return policy for a reason. You know what I mean? If I'm not taking it out and wearing it out and I'm just at my house trying them on, it shouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. So that was like my main thing. Like, how am I going to come up with money? And, uh, And just being consistent like i know a lot of people when they start youtube they don't realize the amount of work it takes to like do videos
1: Indeed. and the amount
0: of work it takes to edit they're like i could do this all she's doing is recording herself putting on clothes and oh i can you know i could do an intro blah. blah, blah. i have someone that's close to me i'm not gonna say what type how close to me they are but <laughs> she's like i'm gonna start a youtube channel and she, you know these people ask you for advice all the time i get when i tell you i get messages i don't have I don't even have a thousand subscribers yet, but I get messages mm-hmm. all the time. I need advice about YouTube. I want to start YouTube.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I my first question is: have you done a video? Have you signed up for YouTube? No. Don't ask me any more questions until you post <laughs> 10 videos. Because I'm not about to hand walk you through your process. Everybody yeah. has their own process. So i I don't mind helping people, but I only h- mind helping serious people because you get into that wasting time part where you're telling people all this advice do this do that buy this camera don't buy this camera blah 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 people ask me about what camera to buy all the time and I always ask them have you have you recorded a video yet on your phone no then don't ask me any questions Mm -hmm. because I'm not going to tell you to spend a thousand dollars on a camera and you won't even post a a video with what you have Mm -hmm. so that's always my thing that like just knowing that you have to just go you really just have to go if you if I literally have to review the stuff that I own Like all right, I have this mirror It's old But I'm gonna give you a review on it because I use it every day and I'm gonna tell you you should buy like I have so much stuff in my house that I can review Yeah, and people don't think like that. They just want to have a problem and just not Go for what they need to do and mm-hmm. you'll see I'm very blunt when people ask me questions. <laughs> what camera should I? Um, use your phone and tell mm-hmm. me how it goes send me a video that you completed you know and I'm and I'm very very like I'm not like I want you to be better than me you know and that's what I always tell people I have my friend send me intros and she was like you're so harsh because I'm like ah that's not you Mm, I don't like that Mm." and I'm like because if you're gonna pay someone to do an intro for you I want you to have the best of the best and I want you to be better than me I even say your intro is way better than mine but is that you is this what the per- the perception that you want to give to people for your channel?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they think like, oh, wow, like I never thought of it that way. But that's because I see you in such a bigger light. And that's probably my power is like seeing people and being like, I see you at such a higher space. Like I see you here and you might see you down here, but I see you here. Yeah. And the problem is, is that if I go and try to help you, I'm going to drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm you know, that's leadership. Like, I will drive myself crazy trying to help you get to where you need to be. Like, I really will. So the hard part is just being patient. And you're going to be lonely. Mm-hmm. I'm by myself all the time. Yeah. People will be out having fun. And I be here editing videos. Mm-hmm. I really do. Or I'm over here in my agenda trying to figure out how am I going to make money and. Looking at my affiliate links and being like, all right, am I making any money? Am I having any traction? What video can make me money? You know, because you could do YouTube until your face is blue and not even make money. You can have a thousand subscribers, mad hours of watch time. You can have all that. And if you're only making money on YouTube, you are not going to be happy. You have to do like the research and the research and learning and spending a thousand dollars on a course to figure out like that's what I had to do Mm -hmm. with being in COVID, with losing my roommate, I invested a thousand dollars in a course just to figure out how to do YouTube. Are people willing to do that, you know? So, it's very deep, it's very in-depth. I think that the answer was really, really long. You asked me what the hardest part is right now, and I just went into that whole rant, but it's just my truth. Like, there's so many hard parts. There's so many hard parts. (laughs) Yeah, Like, the mic, even the mic, I see you have a mic, I'm like, I refuse. I'm like, I have a mic that I had to buy because everyone's like, you have to get a mic, you have to get a mic, I didn't even know. I needed mm-hmm. a mic. I didn't even know. I thought the <laughs> camera was the mic. You know, you start to learn yeah. and, you, and you get frustrated. Cause you're like, what the heck? I didn't even know this was important. And mm-hmm. also just knowing that you're going to have to invest money. Like, are you invested in vidIQ? Are you invested in, you know, epidemic music or are you invested in anything that's going to help you grow your YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. It's, it's annoying is really freaking annoying. Yeah. So I always tell people, I hope you're ready to start. Don't tell me you're ready to start a YouTube channel unless you're ready to invest, you know, and, mm-hmm. and even if you can't really invest right now, what are, what can you replace? You know, like what, what are you spending money on now? Like I remember I'm just starting to get my nails done again. Mm-hmm. It's Yes, months. give us the click. Give us the click. it's a month It took months. It took months. I, I, was, I was saving. I wasn't spending no money on that. I was, every little cent was going to rent. When I tell you I had no extra income for anything, I had mm-hmm. no extra, like I literally drowning in debt and bills because mm-hmm. of just losing my roommate. I, I stopped getting my house done and I can afford $10 for the software. I can mm-hmm. afford, you know, a $30 mic, you mm-hmm. know, things that you don't think. Don't eat like Wingstop. Wingstop is like my thing. Yeah. Don't order out make oatmeal you can eat oatmeal for the rest of your life and live (laughs) you know so there's there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it but Mm -hmm. like for me it's exciting like that's the thing i'm like ooh, i'm frustrated but i'm hungry Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i know it's gonna work like there's no way you know with network marketing they say if you can make one dollar you can make a million you get one view you can get a million Mm -hmm. you just have to keep going because At the part that I was at when I had 100 subscribers, people would have quit by then. Mm -hmm. That's usually how it goes. That's why you'll see people with like 50, 60 to 100 subscribers and that's it. They're like, I don't, I can't sit here and do this anymore, you know, as opposed to the people who are really just going to keep going. So that was a really in-depth answer. I'm sorry. I've been talking a lot. My bad. okay. this is (laughs) the whole point of a podcast. (laughs)
1: yeah um it's so it's so, so lovely to speak with you um and you haven't necessarily said this word, but like resilience is clearly like hovering all around you, and something you touched on is that it's lonely, and it's so it's so lonely trying to like develop a platform, and I don't understand why that's not being brought up more like in the mainstream, you know what I mean yeah. like how 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 are you getting yourself through those nights where you're editing and everyone else is out even though maybe that was pre a little pre-covid but you know what i mean like how are you getting yourself through that uh sacrificing social for this greater vision
0: i think i'm lucky you know because i'm, I'm a lucky person i really am because there's some people that don't have anybody you know there's people who really don't believe in what they're doing their parents they're siblings their cousins their best friends they don't get it and they don't try to get it because they're not really not that family's not family but some of your friends are really just not your friends you know and I'm lucky to have people in my life they might not be here with me editing but they believe in me yeah they really like I have a, a handful of people that don't doubt if I'm gonna grow on YouTube like you know what I mean like yeah. there's some people who just don't get it you know and I, when I was doing network marketing it was very much like people did not get it they just didn't get it. They didn't want to understand it. They didn't want to get what I was trying to do. And you have to kind of just be like, okay, they don't want to get it. And you just move on. But even with the support and everybody's out having a good time. I, I just know that I know with my heart that if I don't do it now, I'm going to regret it later. Yeah, you know what I mean? Even with the loneliness, like I'm a single, I'm single girl. Mm-hmm. I don't got no spouse. I always be like, I wish I had a husband or a boyfriend <laughs> so I could do one of these couples channels because I would be making so much. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm in it, you know, but I don't have, but I do have people who understand in my mm-hmm. life, which is such a blessing. Like I, for this is, might not be for the, pe- the person that is, you know, usually people who listen to podcasts are like the ones who want to build a business, but for mm-hmm. the people who might not be doing that and are just listening, just support your friends. Like don't, question them you know and because i have when i first started my youtube channel my friend for christmas got me my ring light oh you know so i was like wow like but that also like made me say like i have to do this now i can't have someone give me an expensive gift like that and not move forward in my like in my goals like it literally (laughs) gave me fuel you know and then i i go to the gym and i have this friend that's always like I watched that video and you need to do the like stuff like that. Just being like, I watched your video and I loved it. Or just saying, or, you know, a lot of people won't comment on it, which is really funny. They won't comment. They'll just like DM you like secretly. I
1: I have noticed this too. It's, I have one, sorry to interrupt you, but I have this one like tangential online connection who responds to every single one of my like LinkedIn posts or something, but he DMs me instead of commenting. And I'm like, Dang, you could help my engagement, bro. Like,
0: <laughs> you know what? I've called friends out on that. Mm-hmm. I've called friends out on that. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but you're my friend. I remember. All right. So this side note, side yeah, bar, get this <laughs> sidebar. Get into it. Sidebar. My, I have, I'm friends with this guy, like from eighth grade, just know him. We knew each other. And I do people's social media on the low. People don't know this, but like I have access to people's Instagrams. Mm -hmm. So that I text my friend. He don't know where this is coming from, right? He does not know where this is coming from at all. I text him, I said, are we friends? (laughs) And he's like, like, yeah, why? Like, why are you asking me that? And I'm like, because every time I post something, you don't like my post. Mm -hmm. I have no problem giving you love on your Instagram, but you'll give love to my friend's Instagrams. What, you think she's cute? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't care what you feel about me. My point is, is that when you have a question about your website or anything like that, you send it to me and be like, what do you think about this? Like, you have no problem asking me for advice, but you can't even like or comment on my Instagram. was mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't know it was that deep. My bad, I'll start. And you know what he did? Now he, he likes every single freaking post because <laughs> I don't play that mess. If you're my friend, you're my friend. Yeah. If you're my friend, you're my friend. And if I notice that you're my friend and you're not supporting any of my stuff, you're no longer considered like that that is such a simple thing especially it's not a a thing of like if all my friends don't like all my posts and i'm not friends with them i'm not saying that i'm just saying that i'm noticing how much you're on instagram because i peep. i do i have access to people's passwords Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i know my girlfriends (laughs) tell me everything i know i'm looking at their posts i post for them yeah and you're gonna tell me that you could like all of hers and she's not even doing what i'm trying to do Mm -hmm. You know this is what I'm trying to do. You know that this is my goal. So what's so hard about you literally commenting on my photo? Yeah, I understand. You don't need those people in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, I'm lucky. I have two, three, four. I have one girl. Like I'm telling you, I have these certain people. I don't have to hang out with them every day, but they know that I am in on this. And I'll be like, I need an air fryer. This girl we'll look all over the world and up and down everywhere to find me the cheapest air fryer worth my money like she here's a coupon here's this oh you said you needed a mirror right i found a mirror here with let's buy it like it's mm-hmm. not a question and it's not that she's buying anything for me she literally is just thinking of me as a friend like this yeah. is what you said you need it right mm-hmm. so i'm lucky i'm literally literally lucky but it doesn't mean that they can be here every day while I'm on this journey you know I can't Mm -hmm. force them to sit here while I record my videos and edit my videos they will though like my we watch tv watch tv I'm editing right yeah I've been there I have been there she's not like oh why are you not watching the tv show she's just like oh she's editing like she's not gonna question that
1: cacao now it's time for the seedling round where short questions lead to tasty answers okay (laughs) what do you need to be reminded of
0: um that i'm great
1: mm. <laughs> okay i like that pray pursue persevere
0: define That's it. my instagram handle
1: i know i do my research <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you want me to say about it
1: <laughs> define it like talk to me where did this come from for you what does it mean to you
0: uh, i went to church um and he had this whole sermon on pray pursue persevere and he did like this whole story and you know it, it's just true like you pray for what you want. You know, you have to talk to God or whoever you believe in, your higher power, the mm-hmm. earth, whatever you believe. You got to tell the earth what you want. You got to say it out loud. Just pray about it. Always think about it. Know it's going to happen. And then you have to go for it because you can't just sit there and pray. You can't just pray for something to happen and not do anything about it. So that comes into the next part of pursue.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, you
0: pray. And then once you're praying and you, Pursue, and you're going for it you go for it you go for it and you persevere like you go for it until it happens you don't just go for it and then stop and then go for it and then stop like you literally have to go for it so hard until it happens you know and it it will happen it will actually happen bigger than what you think that's usually what it goes i mean there's going to be negatives in everything that you do and that's the thing about life you know when you when you make a goal and you say like for people who want to do youtube and you say i want to do a youtube channel you might start it and realize that the work that it takes to do it does not feed your soul. It makes you unhappy. Just like when I was doing network marketing, the amount, the work that I had to do, the amount of convincing that I had to do to get people to do what I want them to do was not worth it for me. I didn't like that. I didn't like the steps in between. It's like with every job, people mm-hmm. are like, i want to be a CEO, but the, all the crap you have to go through to become a CEO or all the little, like it's cute to have the title, but then when you have to do the negative stuff, (laughs) the negatives are less than the positives. Yeah. There ain't no point. So pray for what you want. You pursue it. But if you're pursuing it and it's not, it doesn't make you happy and you can't learn to be happy, you have to be happy with the journey. If -hmm. you can't learn to love the journey, like I love the rejection Mm -hmm. because it always leads to something better. You know, I love just... Everything that happened with my YouTube channel, me getting the 60 view, I love that because I'm like, what the heck? It makes me think yeah. like, what am I, what, what's different on this video? And that, like, I love to research. Like, that's just what I like to do. So if you're not like that person, if you're like, I don't, I don't want to do any of that, you can delegate. If you have the money, mm-hmm. cool. Like, you know, you could delegate. But if you really just are not feeling it or not willing to do what it takes, then just pursue something else. Pray on something else, pursue something else. Mm -hmm. and then once you decide this is what you want to do you don't they even when they tell you no you still fight that you know so that's what that's about i can't believe you got that from my instagram girl that's (laughs) my life though i love that whole little pray pursue persevere thing Mm -hmm. so
1: great cacao that ends the seedling round (laughs) um i like to end on two things what is your greatest ambition
0: I think my honest answer would be just I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's so much talent in me and there's so much creativity that I don't know. I only, the only thing I know is that I want to be really successful on YouTube yeah. to get me to where I really want to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's not really that YouTube's my final destination
1: it's a big goal my
0: final destination is yeah because I know it's not just doing this you know and, and, and it's great and I love it but I don't know if I want to do fashion I don't know if I want to do beauty I don't know if I want to do acting like I don't know yeah. until the opportunity comes because I'm in that yes man mode right now any mm-hmm. opportunity comes, saying yes mm-hmm. and that might lead me to whatever I don't, I don't really the only thing I do know is that I want to be rich I want to be filthy, freaking rich. That's okay. that's what I know. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's my biggest ambition. But how or doing what I don't know yet. I just know that. And right now, I'm enjoying this. You know. So yeah, that's my honest answer.
1: Yeah, I love it. What is the question of the week?
0: Question of the week? Mm-hmm. What is my next video gonna be about? <laughs> <laughs> what is my next video gonna be, and what? What, how am I going to make money on that video? Those, it's two mm-hmm. questions. Because, you know, when I do content, when I do anything content-wise, it's, don't, it doesn't make any sense to not make money on it. And I yeah. learned that recently. You know, and if people are doing videos and vlogs and stuff, you'll notice they're all making money on that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And even as a micro-influencer, figure out what's, you know, not trending, but figure out, I mean, get vidIQ, IQ you know, get fit IQ. If you're doing YouTube, get fit IQ, invest $10. Mm -hmm. Look at it. Look to see how many people are searching, whatever you want to do. And then figure out what affiliate marketing tool can help you get paid for it. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's literally what I've just learned. So every time I, every question every week is what is my next video going to be on and how am I going to make money on it? So Mm -hmm. yeah, those are my questions. (laughs) Wow.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Where do you want the people to find you? Or connect with you
0: um so where do i want them to find me like yeah. <laughs> like <for laughs> my social media what's your
1: address and your social security number pool <laughs> uh yeah like social media like where can uh, people connect
0: so my instagram is the underscore african unicorn mm-hmm. i know it's a very weird name i'm actually i'm not like technically african but there's a story about that that's another okay but it's <laughs> the underscore african unicorn and then on um, Facebook, I also have a, the underscore African, or just the un, the African Unicorn Facebook mm-hmm. page, but I also am on Facebook as just Leslie D. Tucker, uh-huh. and then my YouTube channel is Leslie D. Tucker. I feel like it's pretty easy to find, because even right. if you put in Leslie D. Tucker in Instagram, it should pop up, the African Unicorn, so, yeah. or Leslie D. It depends, but yeah, those that's where you can find me, and I always love when people reach out to me. I become friends with people online all the time. Yeah. Like, I literally have people that I've never met that we just talk all the time, and I just be liking their stuff, and they be liking my stuff, and Mm -hmm.
1: yeah,
0: so if you want to be my friend, I'm with it. (laughs) That's awesome. Can we be friends? Yeah, we can be (laughs) friends. I feel like, are we friends on Facebook? Let's look. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if we're friends on Instagram or not. I have no idea. I don't think so. What is your thing on Instagram?
1: Athena Sayaka, A-T-H-E-N-A. S-A-Y-A-K-A.
0: There you go. I got you. My little cute self. Are you like in the air?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, fl- I'm levitating. You're
0: floating. <laughs> You're literally floating. That's so cool. Thanks. All right, I just followed you, girl. Awesome. All right. So maybe oh. we'll do it again. Yeah. More serious pro- topics if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got pretty deep. I really My appreciate accident. this. <laughs> by accident because i don't even be meaning to talk the way i talk like honestly like when i feel like god talks out of me sometimes yes. like yeah sometimes i'll literally be talking to someone and we won't be talking about anything but i'll be like um i don't know what's going on in your life but blah 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 blah, blah. you need to tell him blah 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 and they're yeah. like i'm not creepy i'm not like a psychic or anything yeah but i do like i'll just start ranting and people like to sometimes they're like oh my god like that's great and mm-hmm. i'm like all right Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't me. It was God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate right. you. Thank you for having me. I had fun. <laughs> Yay. Okay. All
1: right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi. Thank you for listening to my conversation with Leslie D. Tucker. If you liked this, if you laughed, please go support her and also support this show by rating the show five stars, you know, if you have them, review it, share it with your friends and subscribe across platforms. So here are my favorite takeaways from my chat with Leslie. Everything breaks before the breakthrough, so you have to persevere. Be who you are and don't just do what you think people will like because eventually you will tire of it. For brand deals specifically, be humble and be persistent and make sure that you ask for what you want. And lastly, if you're going to pursue a dream, you have to be ready to invest time, energy, and money to get what you want. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you in the next one.